You're listening to OG Willikers holding it down in the rah-rah room. Yeah. This week we got special, special guest, Dylan Montaigne. Y'all may know him as an upcoming Denver artist. You might know him as a reggae artist. You might know him as a rapper. You might know him as a singer. He does quite a bit. We've got a big show tomorrow at Meow Wolf. Saturday, August 19th, 2017. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about his history as an artist, his present life, the ups and downs, his viral video, what it's like to really have to work to make this dream come true. And of course, we listen to a bunch of awesome music. Let's do this. Hey, what's up, everybody? Still in Montaigne. Big thanks to Ra Ra Room Radio. Let's get into it. Yeah, what's up? What's up? How you doing, man? Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Glad to be home. Home in Santa Fe. It's been a while. Yeah, man. When's the last time you were here? Um, I, I've actually come down uh, this summer in June just to do some family stuff. But um, Yeah, I, I ask. I actually ran into you earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't uh, done a show here in like seven years, dude. I found the flyer from my Warehouse 21 show, and that was like when I first, first started rapping. Oh, man. And I had put out one mixtape, and I was like, oh, I'm going to do a big Santa Fe show. The Scholar mixtape. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. I remember. That's when I first learned no, about it. No, uh, it was extracurricular. It was before Scholar. Oh, dude, okay. It was so I didn't bad. know you yet. Dude, I yeah. swear to God, it was the worst music you've ever heard. And, like, for some reason, I thought I was really good. And, and uh, I put on this big show at Warehouse 21. And it was free, dude, but 250 people showed up. It was fucking sick. Nice, man. Yeah, I was like, whoa, dude. I thought I was about to blow up. Um, but as we all learn, that's like... It's not, a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. It's not, how it, it's not how it happens. So here I am, seven years later, and, and doing my second ever Santa Fe show. Uh, Meow Wolf is... That's pretty crazy, man, because people know you. I mean, like around here in the scene like not maybe not as much as like the people that like play shows all the time right. and are super active but for right. the fact that you've only played one show in santa fe yeah <laughs> like people around here know you man yeah that's good i mean uh, my main game for the past couple years has been like the internet and uh and so it's like i have i, I don't really know where my my fans are i don't know if they're in my hometown or if they're kind of i think they're kind of spread out all over and so when i do a show like this it's like at meow wolf you know i don't really know until we get there how many like santa fe fans i have so we'll see you know well you're always nervous before a show like all right man. yeah like kind of prepare and i've done shows that have been hugely successful and shows that have been total failures and you never really know right until it happens like two weeks ago when we did our meow wolf thing the, you know the part one for benzo's band at least yeah and uh i was kind of nervous because we had we'd had a problem we'd booked gift to gab right right in june and and uh last minute um health situation happened with him and he had to cancel and it kind of like our whole show everything kind of I don't know, we lost out kind of big on that show. Yeah, so I was, yeah. and this was our next big thing, right? The next month. And I was like, oh God, you know, <laughs> freaking out. And even at the beginning of the show, there really weren't that many people there. And 
I was like a little getting stressed yeah. and like looking yeah. at Benzo and Benzo seemed cool, but I think he was a little nervous too. And then by the end of the night, I was like basking in, in success. It's beautiful. Yeah. You guys had so, like 200 people. Or? Yeah, it's 200 plus people. Which, yeah. That's, that's good for beautiful for a Santa Fe show, man. That's, that's a lot of people. I mean, yeah. Like for just local acts, that's the right, thing. I mean, right. if we had a big headliner, like sure, but it right, was just, right. just us, you know? Yeah. And I mean, you guys have been, the outstanding citizens have been like working this scene for years you know so people people definitely know you guys so it's cool cool to see it progress and like meow wolf dude like i don't live here and like everywhere i go people know about meow wolf so like just the name of that venue alone like i think adds a lot of weight to oh yeah what you're doing like they're not they're not booking like just anybody you know you got to be able to pull and you got to be a legitimate artist because they're attaching their name to it and meow wolf is famous dude world famous already it's so crazy and that was running through my head the night when when like we got it we really have to do this big yeah exactly because we're just local dudes are giving us a chance yeah if we mess this up we're not going to be able to use this place anymore and dude exactly that's a door we don't want closed exactly and i mean they're gonna they're gonna expand in huge ways like they're already thinking like austin and denver maybe yeah like so it's it's definitely a company you want to like you want to you know do your best to make them money because they'll remember you and they'll be like this person pulled 200 people whatever and uh let's book him in austin or let's book him in denver um so i mean the the possibilities with this meow wolf thing are are limitless yeah Dude, that's hometown a, man yeah and i don't know if we actually mentioned it but you're from santa fe right like yeah you, yeah you grew up so here. i grew up here uh el dorado vibes and eldo kid <laughs> eldo white boys went to st mike's and then uh left after i graduated and and uh you know have been back sparingly since but it's nice to be in denver i've lived in denver for four years and um it's a good dude it's such a like creative city it's a music it's becoming a big music town and um there's just people from all over that are like converging on denver a lot of musicians that i meet and producers that i meet move there from elsewhere just because they hear like denver's one of the places to be um so it's cool it's like i I don't know if i wouldn't say that the denver hip-hop scene has really started popping yet but like there's some artists around there that i think are going to be really huge in the coming years and uh so it's like an exciting time to be there but it's also nice to be like pretty close to home you know i can come down here is driving distance and uh it's 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 good to to be back in santa fe dude santa fe is like becoming kind of popping in itself it's really you know compared to when we were kids growing up man it was a boring kind of place to be to be younger but now looking around Dude, there was it's never scary. anything going on, and like, even, even like five years ago, and I'd come home, and like all the bars would be kind of like empty, close early, whatever. And then last time I was here in June, there was like all these new bars. They were all fucking packed. Yeah, we got the crowbar. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boxcar. Boxcar. Yeah, that place is great. That place is kind of like when like the the Bermuda Triangle is quiet. 
Right. It's probably because the box car is blowing up yeah. or something. Yeah. And then we still got the underground, which I love that place. Yeah. It's tried and true. Right. That's what keeps us going, you know. Right. Dude, I love in like. Between the Meow Wolves. Right. I whatever. feel like every time I'm in town, there's like an o- OC show at the at the uh, underground. I love going down there. Yeah, you uh, you performed at our Christmas or holiday special. Yeah. <laughs> the Hip Hop for the Holidays yeah. Volume 3. Yeah, dude, it's fun. It's it's always good vibes there. Everybody's in town for Christmas and stuff. Yeah, we always like to throw the holiday show because yeah. for that reason, it's like man, right. people will just be there. So yeah. let's yeah. let's book that. Usually, it's the twenty third of December. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I can come back for that one this year too. And speaking of boxcar, uh, I'm actually gonna be there tonight, um, doing a little short performance oh, with nice. uh, DJ Soul. Oh, sweet, man. Yeah, so if anybody is, is Getting it in. out on the town tonight, come to Boxcar. It's going to be sick. I've never been there. I don't actually know what it looks like, so I'm, I'm pretty pumped to see it. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Uh, OC, I don't know. I think, yeah, no. It was before we, it was when we were all kind of like solo, but we, I guess retroactively, the OC performed there uh, oh, once. Cool. It was pretty nice. Yeah. We had a little sound problem that night, I, I remember, but but it was a good spot, yeah, you know. Yeah. So that was yeah. cool. Anyway, man, let's. Uh, do you want to play a track for the people? Uh, yeah, definitely. Know, we didn't really talk too much about your music yet, so let's segue into that. Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, start by playing uh, my newest single. It's called Deja Vu. Um, it's just, uh, I guess, to kind of talk about it a little bit. Um, you know, I had a, a kind of a viral experience last year. Oh, surprised you'll say that on air, man. (laughs) It was one of those, I mean, I I got, you know, um, a lot of buzz really quickly for like a video of me rapping in an Uber and it got 7 million views. Um, It was posted by Lil Wayne and all kinds of celebrities and rappers and stuff. Uh, And, you know, at that moment, you feel like you've made it. I was in California at a music festival just with my homies and my I didn't have internet but my brother sent me a screenshot of like Lil Wayne and Young Money Records posted my video and I was just like dude I, we're there you know and my and my friend Jet was like it's over dude like you're there you know and dude it's just not how it works like I I quickly learned you know that like going viral once is definitely not enough you have to go viral every month or every two months with your music not just a video not just like because at at that point you're like no different from a cat video you know and i've had friends who are musicians who have had um kind of similar experiences uh my homie grayson Earhart, he was um playing guitar and doing a stevie wonder cover of superstition at this uh, music conference and Stevie Wonder himself came on stage and and sang the song with him just like out of nowhere wow and that went super viral he was in Rolling Stone he was all over the news and uh, it was kind of a similar experience you know like you think that's gonna be enough but <clears throat> you know uh, it, it really comes down to your songs you know your songs is what has to get you 
the buzz, not just like a silly video or whatever. Yeah, so like, can't rely on a, like, I don't want to call it a gimmick, but right. in a way, yeah, you know, totally it's a gimmick. Totally. I mean, even, even if it's like unintentional, like I didn't plan that, you know, that just happened. And I was just prepared for it because I've been rapping for years, you know. Well, were you like uh, cruising around? Like, had you done like quite a few takes of that? Or were you like, no, was dude. that something you were just doing all the time? That and then it. all of a sudden you're like. That was the only time. Going through like, okay, I liked their reaction. That's the one. <laughs> no, like that's funny because like a lot of people were like, this is fake. This is planned. And like, it really it wasn't. It didn't really seem planned. Yeah. Like in the sense that they were in on it. But who knows? Maybe you'd been like. This wasn't your first no, time dude. doing that. I was like, I mean, I had the idea in my head. I had been driving Uber for a while and I was like, you know, sometimes I would um, like play my music for people or talk to people about my music, but I never just like rapped for them. And then uh, that car full of girls, they were all kind of partying and having a good time. And they were like, you know, we started talking about what I did, whatever. I was like, I'm a musician, I'm a rapper, whatever not expecting any of that to happen they were like rap for us rap for us and i just like i i turned on my phone i was like i gotta film this like just in case it was on like the dash cam and that just happened and i wasn't even gonna post it and i had it on my phone for a week and then i showed a friend and he was like dude you gotta upload that and then it went viral pretty much right away well it seemed kind of crafted though in this not the video itself but the way it was put out there like yeah. did you add the text was that you it was like uber driver yeah, yeah. For a car yeah. full of right. like, beautiful ladies or something right yeah. like that's a great tag i mean that's yeah. right there gonna like so you weren't just like to do whatever yeah, you yeah. did you know you put a little uh and i sent it to thought into how you were gonna put right, it out there right right which is cool and that's and probably I, the, the trick maybe yeah, in the sense yeah. i think what made it pop was i sent it to like the right blog at the right time i sent it to bro bible okay. and bro bible's all about that shit and like they had never posted anything by me before um and it was just whatever it was the timing that they actually opened the email and watched it but once they shared it, it was over. Like they have a lot of followers and, and, and it just caught fire. But, um, I mean, I learned a lot about like that whole viral game too, because these, you know, these blogs and everything, like you spend years as an artist, like sending your music or your videos to blogs over and over again, over and over again. And like most of the time they just sit in an unopened email, you know, um, but struggle. if it's if it's if it's something that's captivating enough that that blog will benefit off of it like bro bible itself got a lot of attention because they were the first to post that video and then all of a sudden it was shared off of their page like 1300 times or whatever you know so that's like bringing people to their page that was crazy so, you know i think i was in i was actually in south africa oh, nice. when that when i saw that video staying with Lauren oh no way and so I was like yo did you see that video and she's I don't I can't remember if she one of us showed the other I think I showed it to her and I don't I, she was like no I haven't seen it so we pull up the laptop and we're all sitting there and we're watching <laughs> it and we're just like what? dude Lauren's gonna be there tomorrow yeah I saw that I'm Lauren so is stoked. my stepsister I'm I'm pumped because she lives <clears throat> in Africa and she's here this weekend so uh I'm, I'm pumped that she's gonna gonna be there tomorrow oh but okay. anyways so deja vu is deja just vu. <laughs> yeah everything we've been reflecting on with this uber thing like you know i went through <clears throat> a few months or you know six months to a year where i was like 
you know, why isn't this happening or why are people speaking about this in a certain way? Um, like I've made it or whatever. I don't feel like I've made it. And, uh, you know, Deja Vu is one of those songs as are like your best songs, you know, they just kind of pour out of you one night without even trying. And that's kind of how this song was. Um, so it came together and, uh, hope you enjoy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm really going to one take this shit. I know people say that a lot, but, uh, this one is, this one's for me. Yeah. Thought I had a vision, like I could map it out Follow like I planned for this it. Sit on the couch and play it out like it's on Activision Call of Duty, storming Normandy without ammunition I had to fit in with me and never ask permission I had to rap in a new cabin, you had to listen I had to sell it like half sinner and half innocent Master this in back of the class, so now I don't have to listen Dylan, you rhyme too much, you rap too fast Act too black, you lack the swag And while I'm at it, I might add that I'm an addict Too acting erratic, typing all caps like blippity blottis Rapper is batshit, yeah I get it You have been feeling lonely lately and distant And you might feel bigger behind the keys of this addiction But while you stirring that up I be sitting in the kitchen Spitting illa shit with Reva Miss Lincoln Flipping a Bisquick, uh, Don't be a simpleton You looking at a gentleman And lately I've been spiking more vases than fucking Wimbledon I'd rather be back in the fade with G-Pat and Pendleton Rapping for shits and giggles than have to impress these middlemen What you expecting? I'm highly educated, underestimated Underdressed and most anticipated Getting sick of waiting Yeah, get Getting really sick of waiting, thinking that I've gone too far for y'all to still debate it. Let it run. So that gets a little rappy there, so <clears throat> I'm do like a simple hook. You can't save me, I can't save you When every day seem like deja vu Come and wake me, I've paid my dues Say la vie, baby, let's save la Yo, they said I couldn't do this The truth is, the more I'm acting foolish The closer to it, I get the more fitted the shoe is The more strangers come at me saying I can help you do this The fewer fingers it's taking to count at who my crew is I wanna do like 70 shows like me Kunis. I guess I'm true it, late for the game and coming soonish People coming up to me like they showing me the blueprint I'm sorry I don't need assistance becoming a cool kid uh, so what you selling in peddling quotes I'll peddle you my life story you can fill in the notes see my parents taught me love see what fits him the most so here I am banging the drums and eating cinnamon toast I'm on the road to redemption I've said that before I meant it before I meant it back in 74 when my dad was paddling out on freaking 73 boards hiking Malibu and chasing women down every shore you better be sure the twinkle in your retina is pure one day your son will change the world and open heaven Doors or remedies for whatever you can bet money for Envy and jealousy, I bet he's banging every door I'm learning this, get to know your enemies more And get to know yourself may never be ending this war But somehow I feel destiny is sending me for Why do I feel I've been here before? Cause you can't save me, I can't save you When every day seem like deja vu Come and wake me, I've paid my dues Say la vie babe, let's save love too can't wake me, I can't save you When every day seem like deja vu Come and wake me, I've paid my dues Say la vie, baby, save love Yeah, man, so that's Deja Vu um, If you haven't seen the video for it It's up on, on YouTube and Facebook and all that um, 
it's a pretty cool video. It's really, really simple, but just the imagery. Uh, we shot it in spring springtime in the Baker neighborhood of Denver, which is a historic neighborhood. So all the houses are like really, really unique looking and colorful. Um, and it just like, it just pops off the screen. Uh, so definitely go, go check that out. It's done by Leland Schmidt, who's a really, really good videographer up in Denver. Yeah, you definitely put a lot of effort in your videos besides, you know, the viral one. Uh. Yeah, actually, I mean, what we've been doing, <clears throat> um, since March, I, I, I guess we're 20 weeks in, uh, we've been doing this series called Beat Mondays and every Monday we release a video and they're not always full songs. You know, sometimes we're just like minute long freestyles or, um, you know, ca uh, car videos or whatever. Uh, but we've, we've been releasing a video a week, which is really, really, really hard in like even a minute long video like people don't realize how many hours it takes to write that to record it make it sound good do a video absolutely man. all the yeah so it's 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 been good though i mean like what i've learned over the past couple of years is uh in our society right now people are bombarded from all sides all day long with content and like it's really really hard to cut through that and as I learned from the Uber thing, you know, you can cut through that in a big way one time. Um, but a more sustainable model is to reach a smaller number of people constantly, you know, every week. And you build real, real fans that are like coming back to your page every Monday to see those videos. And eventually, you know, when I um, get to release an album you know i know that i have this group of people however big it gets to that has been watching me every week you know and will definitely uh you know listen to my album because otherwise why would they i mean like if you see somebody in a viral video like we see viral videos every day like viral videos are not rare in a weird way you know in in the the people who see that they don't have any connection to that person but if you watch somebody every week you know you start to understand them and why they're doing it and how much work it takes and you start to kind of like build a connection and that's kind of like the model that artists are starting to have to take i would have loved to be a musician in like the 60s or 70s when you could drop an album and disappear for four years you know and people would listen to that album over and over again on vinyl. Now there's too many options for dude. Now you, you can't drop even an listen album. to all your friends' albums. Yeah, dude, <laughs> exactly. You drop an album, and it's like by you know the next weekend, there's already been a thousand other albums that people have to listen to. There's some like ten million songs a month uploaded to Apple Music. It's oh, just man. like so crazy. That's so, why I still like the CD. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't really... I still operate. I've got Apple Music, so I can keep up on the, whatever's coming out that I want to hear that I wouldn't buy a whole album for back in the day. So I love that service. But, like, I go to a show, and I'll buy the artist's CD, and I'll put that in my car. And I'm usually just too lazy to change the CD, so yeah. I end up listening to the album, like, a bunch of times, you right. know? And then... But it's like I really actually get to know music that way. If I only did the digital way, 
I wouldn't even have the attention span to keep listening to the same things. Right. Like, oh, okay, next. You know, I have too many options. With the CD, right. it just keeps spinning. You just kind of <laughs> live with that for a while. I mean, that's I, I'm definitely a big fan of a CD. Uh, unfortunately, like, I mean, because we're musicians, right? So we we kind of get that. But I think the the large majority of people don't really care about albums. And, like, sometimes I'll, like, be driving with my friends and I'm like, yo, we're going to listen to um, Joey Badass's new album, Front to Back. And they're like, who does that? Why would we do that? Like, play the hot singles, you know? So I'll, I'll make them listen to the album, like, twice in a row. Just be like, front to back, no talking, like we're on a road trip. Or, like, Kendrick's album will listen, like, twice in a row. Well, those are know? meant to be listened to, I know. forward and backwards, like, apparently. With this yeah, new one. <laughs> I know. Thank Which I actually did, because I'm did a nerd you? like that. Yeah. Dude, thank God for, like, you know, I think Kendrick is is definitely setting the bar. He saved the mainstream. There have been people like that all the time, always, I think. But, yeah. like, not up there. Not in right. that realm. Right. Just, like, the creative level he's on is way beyond everybody else and i think it it still sells which is yeah, crazy yeah it sets a bar for like artists to ex to aspire to um because i mean i'm He's generally one of my heroes i'm generally unimpressed with with a lot of these dudes you know and it just seems like a lot of them are kind of uh i'm not going to name names but kind of lazy when it comes to like an album and putting together a, a full beautiful concept and something you can listen to start to finish there are definitely a few guys who do it but i think kendrick definitely just like reset the bar for that for like what an album should be yeah dr dre he's like always oh, he knows how to find gold he's mm-hmm. amazing every decade he's got a new like right. number one yeah it's so true it's he's like good heroes man he's the greatest but um, anyway, back to that video thing, I just wanted to say that's cool to keep it consistent because it shows dedication, too. It shows yeah. you're not just some guy who, like, oh, you know, I'm going to do some music now. and whatever. Right. No, like, right. it's your heart. It's your soul. Right. And it's cool. It's like this podcast, when I started for the first three months, it was a weekly. But then, like, I realized I wasn't getting a lot of my music st- stuff done yeah. and some of the yeah. things that I really started this podcast to enhance. Totally. And so it's like, now I just do it when the right person comes along. And, you know, I get a couple a month out. Yeah. But it's like, you know, I don't need to crank it. I don't have the time, yeah. the energy. Maybe back yeah. when the winter comes up again. Right. But, like, summertime, we got I mean, shows, it's hard we got with, records. With stuff like that, too, because, you know, a podcast is a whole different beast where it is something that, like, takes a while to consume it's not like a three minute song you know so it's definitely hard to to gain momentum in the in the podcast world yeah i mean i don't think i have a viral podcast but right i mean it's if you're doing you know the content that you like and you have like that core group of listeners then it's worth it you know it's worth it to those people that's what i have to remind myself all the time is like when i'm like working on music at this point, like, it's not just for me. It used to be for me. It used to be only for me because I was the only one listening to it, you know, or like my mom, you know? Right. And now there's all these strangers around the world that listen to me every week. And so I have to, like, remind myself of that. Like, these people expect this from me and expect, like, a certain level of quality. 
It's kind of like a responsibility you have now. Yeah. It's grown into something more. Right. It just becomes a job, dude. That's the crazy thing is like, I always thought there would be like this moment you get signed and you blow up, whatever. But like, it just kind of becomes your job. Like at this point, like I spend probably more than 40 hours a week, whether it's writing, uh, rehearsing, whatever. And I'm not like even making money off it at this point, like very little. But um, like I said, like it grows into a consistent thing where you have like this core group of listeners and you have a responsibility toward them. And if you can keep up with that, dude, you can have a career in music. You know, it doesn't depend on luck. A lot of people think that. And it doesn't depend on connections. And it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have like a baller career. You're not going to be yeah, exactly. necessarily Jay-Z or whatever. But exactly. you can make a living. Right, you know, right. Point. I mean, I know dudes in Denver that that uh, from outward appearances are not uh, very big you know, but still only make a living off music because, you know, they have their their stuff on Spotify and they have a core group of listeners who's listening to everything and they make their income off that. Like, it's very doable, you know, in this day and age. They, the middle-class musician, they call it, or whatever. So... Well, you just gotta... It's work, though. That's the thing. That's the whole thing. Like, you can't just make a song and be mad that no one's listening to it. You gotta send it to blogs, freaking... Right. right. Upload it to iTunes, get digital distro, yeah, go yeah. on podcasts, tour, yeah. you know, all the right. like harass everyone on the internet. Totally, <laughs> it's like it's a whole freaking thing, man. And it's right, all I mean, day, when I'm doing a show, day. like, yeah, when, like a lot of people don't realize, like at this level, dude, the artist is like completely responsible for promoting their shows. So, like, I'll be sending messages to everybody around in the area being like yo we're playing here whatever um it's definitely definitely grassroots you don't just show up and expect there to be a crowd you know at this level eventually like i hope to be able to announce a show and there's ten thousand people there but like we're we're ways away from that you yeah. know yeah well that's what this show's about it's about talk kind of showing people the work mm-hmm. that we do or Totally, totally. And not like to pat ourselves on the back, but just, you know, to educate and make Mm -hmm. people understand. And also young aspiring artists or older aspiring artists who are just trying to kind of, like for me, I like having these conversations. I learn a lot just because I'm always talking to different artists about similar stuff and I learn personally a lot and we share ideas and hopefully you listeners are getting getting something out of this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But if you're not... Uh, here's another song. Yeah, so this is, uh, uh, we're going to do uh, my Big Wild um, After Gold remix. Uh, this was a remix of a of a song by the dude Big Wild. He's a crazy, um, sick producer, and they actually let me um, rap over this, and so I hope you enjoy. Watch flipping the 180 
Non-fiction, saw heaven, I'm not crazy Tryna be clear in the air, slicker than Tom Brady So let me whisper your ear and you can call maybe Lady Winter, I must admit ya, my misadventure I wanna get to know the bigger picture Cool as the other side of the pillow in late December And we could get to riding the feeling of this elixir oh, Yeah, so what you do in the day? We could just run away, flip a look and live on the lake Getting rid of the red, take a sip and pick a bouquet Not forgetting the train, but we could be sitting on planes And we could run through the dark and make a record Steady trying to follow the spark and getting better I'm running through the moment without a moment of center Putting up on the flame like an ember while I duck into the stars with you Kissing is optimistic Type to learn the system and just as quickly forget this See it on your lips and no way to missing the lipstick But smiling brighter than Rockefeller Center at Christmas Let's talk about religion, let's talk about politicking Talk about that home on the ocean and how to get it Talk about the future and how I'm keeping you in it How we can be ourselves and get everything we envision Then let's just forget it Flip up in the kitchen, listen to Dr. Dre, toast the city in the distance Got me making the verses like hypocritical Christians My crew won't be defeated like Rocky go in the distance I say let's go and get it, come on, fuck the dishes We could go on a journey or we could go on a mission Three sheets to the wind but not a sheet between our skin is how we're living I love the feeling of this when I can duck into the stars with you artist what do you consider yourself um genres labeling right (laughs) labeling (laughs) no i mean i'm definitely i'm definitely a rapper i've been uh through like a lot of those you know uh periods where i'm like in my head about what to call myself or whatever um like i'm super white and i have long blonde hair so like people are really like taken aback by the rapper label when like they don't know me um that actually kind of makes it fun for me because like 
when people hear me rap is not what they expect and like that's kind of the whole thing behind that video that, right exactly the viral video. exactly yeah. exactly it works to my um it works to my benefit um but i i mean i, I grew up here in santa fe and hip-hop was like everything we listened to always you know and i always tell people like growing up you know i had an older brother and we would be on our way to school he'd be driving and we'd just be listening to like the ghettoest shit because that was what he was into it'd be like young buck g unit you know or like even like mac dre like stuff like that just blasted dude 7 a.m you know tupac nas blasted dude and i would be like little like seventh or eighth grader just being like god i don't want to listen to this at fucking 7 a.m on the way to school so i actually like i went through a period where i like didn't really like rap that much because it was just like kind of like everywhere i was like bombarded but uh we would we would you know be on the bus um after school or we'd be on the bus like on the way to football games or whatever and i just remember there would always be uh rap battles going on at the back of the bus and you know nobody was really that good like looking back we all sucked but um i just remember like you know battling kids at the back of the bus and it was just like something we did to pass time so that's kind of where i started rapping but i had also been a drummer from a young age um like if you had asked me back then like i thought i was going to be a drummer uh in like a rock band and that's where I thought this would all lead. So that's where Benzo started too. Oh, really? He used to be a drummer when I met him. Oh, I didn't even know that. So that's funny, you guys. Yeah, yeah. I both feel like end up being titans on the <laughs> mic, and you guys both just banging I feel like on drums. That helps, dude. Like you have the the rhythm, like Cadence, yeah. yeah, and you you have more kind of understanding of like different rhythms than like maybe somebody who didn't play music before. But I was pretty serious about drumming. Like, I I did it into college, and I played on drumline my freshman year of college. And uh, it was kind of, like, disheartening in a way because drumline, um, I played at the University of Notre Dame. It was so serious, dude. It was, like, three hours a day practicing and it was not creative like we didn't get to write what we played it was just like practice 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 and it kind of like pushed me away from from drumming more than like brought me closer to it and around the same time uh this was freshman year of college I met this dude who like had a little recording set up in his dorm room and he and he had heard me freestyle or whatever at a party and he was like, yo, you should come record. And that's where I made my first song. And it was kind of like, dude, it was super instant. It was like, looking back, like the first song I made sucked so bad. But I was like addicted. And I was like, now I'm a rapper. I legitimately sold my drum set or I traded my drum set um, for 10 beats and a microphone. The dumbest trade I've ever made. Dude, do you know... That's a great... That's cool, though. <laughs> do you know Michael Lamont? Uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. He was who I traded my drum set to. Oh, man. And, like, he definitely got the better end of that deal because it was, like, a sick drum set that I had kind of built up over the years. But I was like, dude, I'm a rapper now, whatever. So I got the beats, 
got the mic, like made my first mixtape or whatever. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get back into drumming now, but I'm like now like so far removed from it that I have to kind of start from the top. Back. It'll come back though. But that's interesting you say that because your flow is very precise and you know, uh, I think rappers all kind of like, it's kind of like drumming in a way, mm-hmm. but like when you get into your fast, intricate stuff, it's, it's like super like, like precision, like mechanically clean, like, like, yeah. like someone who is sitting there practicing paradiddles three, da- three hours a day. Totally. Every day. <laughs> totally. Like, that makes it, tra- you probably benefited from all of that oh, as an MC, yeah. even yeah. though it pushed you away. Maybe it, it like was your boot camp right. that kind of pushed you into what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. No, I, th- <laughs> I, I think so. I think so. I mean, I, I just hear like, I just hear like when I, the way I write, when I like listening to a beat, I, I hear the rhythm of the words way before I know what the words are going to be or what the song's even about. So like, you know, I'll hear, I'll hear like, you know whatever it is the rhythm and then it just kind of like changes constantly throughout the song which is the most fun part to me is how like the flow add the words to it right right the flow is like is like really unexpected a lot of times it's like not just like the same cadence the whole time like i might switch up cadences like every two bars in some songs it keeps it going, keeps it alive. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. I do it the opposite, um, not out of choice. You know, I don't, I don't know if you necessarily choose to write your music right. that way. It's right. just how it comes out of you. And for me, I, I wish I could do that actually, because I'll think of a flow in my head, and I'm like, that's how I'm gonna go on that beat. Uh, and then I'll sit down and I'll start writing lyrics. And then for me, the words are they take over, and I'm more yeah. interested in making the rhyme schemes fit with each other. And whatever right, I thought right. of for that first line, in a way, I'm like stuck with that. So I gotta like make yeah. the next line work. And then sometimes I'll flip the lines, and you know whatever. I, but I build that, and then I put it to the beat. And then I'm like, oh crap, I gotta like fit these words yeah. into the beat. And then my flow is a way different thing than the totally, original. Totally. And, you know, it serves me well because I come up with, like, some cool stuff. I, like, surprise myself. But yeah, also yeah. it's, like, annoying because I can't just, like, sit down and make the song I want to make. Right. Like, I'm not ever in control of the music I'm making. Yeah, like, I just... sit down and it's, like, whoops, this is what I make. It comes out how it comes out. <laughs> I usually like it, but yeah. I do have, like, a million B-sides in my computer songs right, that I right. started. And I'm, like, what is this? That's good, though. <laughs> that That's didn't good. work. Yeah. I mean, it just takes, like, a lot of... It takes a lot of bad songs to like come up with a good song, you know. Yeah. But I mean, if you're writing like, so do you write like on paper or how do you write? Uh, that changes, but uh, it used to be paper always. Yeah. But you know, a lot of times I just yeah in my phone. phone or what I'll have. I was telling the guys the other day we were sitting here writing to a beat and I they all just busted out verses and I was sitting there like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's like lyrical constipation. I just couldn't write anything. <laughs> right. And then like later, you go to I go to bed, and like all of a sudden I'm trying to sleep, and all of a sudden like the whole verse is cut. Like just yeah, and I'm like sitting here. Cause that's why I end up on my yeah. phone a lot, because I'm in places where right. partial lyrics come up. No, and then I, it's I like the, the lyrical diarrhea. No. <laughs> I do the same thing. I'm in like, no control of my artistic abilities. Yeah. They control themselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, like, I'll have to force myself to, like, finish a verse and then, you know, just labor over it. But but the best verses are when it just kind of, like, pours out and you, like, don't even try. And you're like, whoa, 
I just finished this whole verse in like 10 minutes or whatever. Um, that's, that's a good feeling, but that's kind of rare. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll get like, uh, like periods where in three days I write tons of music. Yeah. All the lyrics come out and then like, then it like the floodgate closes. Totally. And I I'm like, the same. it's like right now I'm kind of waiting like, Oh, when's that when's that muse coming by i need to write i got like some beats to write too right right let's go <laughs> i have the same thing i have the same thing well you can't be a hundred percent go a hundred percent on everything at all times it's right right but anyway uh let's get back to the uh discussion of the, or the reason why i asked about the genre thing is because um you have some reggae stuff going on in, in your music yeah. especially the the o- oasis project yeah and when you look you you're one of those uh, artists on our on our struggling level who has the coveted Google knowledge panel, which is like <laughs> it's a big deal. So you type in Dylan Montaigne, and Google has this whole like uh, where picture yeah, of you nice. and your releases and all that stuff. Dude, you know? actually, I don't know That's if it still says there. this. Like it, it calls you a reggae artist. It used to say like you know how it has the related artists. It used to say Justin Bieber on the related artists. Oh man, how did I don't that know happen? It, I don't know if it does anymore. Let me check. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But yeah, it says oh genre reggae. Like one of my music videos is assigned to a different artist on Google. Like that's the oh, that's annoying. So I'm like sending him emails. Like, yeah, wrong artist, dude. Uh, no, dude. I mean the reggae thing. Like I grew up listening to a lot of a uh, lot of different styles of music but reggae was definitely like one of my favorites and uh, my mom would listen to like steel pulse and stuff obviously like bob marley was everywhere um but i had kind of like you know gone through a really big reggae phase and i was like why isn't anybody rapping over these beats like just like if you take a reggae song remove the vocals and rap over it it's like kind of cool and i hadn't really found anyone who was doing that outside of like the like Jamaican Marley yeah like the Jamaican patois like accent you know like nobody was like rapping like clear English or whatever oh I I got you yeah so so uh I I ended up linking with this reggae producer in San Diego named Ian Young and uh he has a studio out there and produces for like a lot of pretty big reggae artists and uh I did a song called Blow My High previous to that um, with Reeve Kalel and sent it to him and he was like dude this is awesome like come out here and work um, so I went out there and did the Oasis EP um, which was like super super reggae like all live instrumentation it was produced um, half in Hawaii and half in San Diego like by pure pure reggae heads you know that's dope man and, and the video was cool too yeah yeah so it was like I don't know but um, I still love reggae, but that project didn't really go where I thought it was going to go because I thought I was doing something like super original and groundbreaking, but I don't think I was at the point as an artist myself yet to where it was like captivating enough. I think Oasis, the song, is uh, definitely like a shining moment on that project where everything kind of like came together. Um, so yeah, I think we should play that one now.
came to the west side Came for a test drive Well I'm on the road to redemption Potholes full of lessons Now I'm hoping that these demons Gonna be holding their questions I'm escaping from the short shake That I had in my brain Coming out the other side Lifting my head in the rain Talking freedom that I never knew Decide to be a better me And not a better you Headed to my oasis We don't know the way out here looking for it every day It's my oasis Let's go for a ride Go for a journey where we don't know the time Oasis I'll show you a place We put on these records and we just let them play It's my oasis No worries tonight We just roll up and take our time Yeah, so I'm living it up Negativity giving it up And I could just be filling my cup But lately I feel like I'm feeling enough Not on that psilocybin but I'm tripping I could let this hit like a drum Give up cities like a get that I'm picking a different vision And it fit like a glove And on a day mission To get lifted by the rhythm Take a note the more we listen Getting closer to the vision Of a world where God is love Doesn't matter your religion So just turn the speakers up Treat each other like we live in this oasis We don't know the way we're out here looking for it every day It's my oasis Let's go for a ride Go for a journey when we don't know the time Oasis I'll show you a place We put on these records and we just let them play It's my oasis No worries tonight We just roll up and take our If you wanna live Or if you wanna roll a split I don't give up, don't forget That you're dead when you reject your faith And what your own reflection makes So learn to be a shepherd or get led Like if your pencil breaks No clothing in the center pay Like roses full of pepper spray Like oceans full of leprosy You're floating, don't let go of this oasis We don't know the way We're out here looking for it every day It's my oasis Go for a ride, go for a journey when we don't know the time Oasis, I'll show you a place We put on these records and we just let them play It's like Oasis, no worries tonight We just roll up and take our talked about your past and your present so where are we going next yeah man um a lot a lot planned i mean mostly dude i just am, am trying to um get better as an artist keep these beat mondays videos coming out um as well as as dropping singles periodically um a couple eps in the works so just a lot of music man I, and i do shows like periodically like i'm not really doing shows that often yet um but you know when it's when it's an important show you know i really put everything into it and go all in so this meow wolf show tomorrow by the way i don't know if we've mentioned this enough tomorrow night saturday august 19th at meow wolf in santa fe uh it's gonna be crazy like i'm i'm super pumped if you don't have anything going on 
you got to be there. And if you do have something going on, cancel it, <laughs> get there. And we have uh, myself, we have Benzo, um, the Outstanding Citizens crew. Those are local legends, man. If you haven't heard them, you got to you gotta get there. Um, plus a couple of really dope Denver artists. We have Tortuga um, and Reef Kalel. <clears throat> so it's going to be a good show. Um, starts at 8 or do- doors are at 8. There's still some tickets available as of now, so get on them. Um, but yeah, I mean, just a lot of music and uh, hope to see you all there. Uh, so yeah, man, shout out to uh, Ra Ra Room Radio. Thank you for having me on. Um, this is this is cool, man. And I like what's going on in Santa Fe. The music scene here is is really like collaborative and unified. It seems like I mean we're working on it. Yeah, you know, this yeah. year's been a big year for that. Yeah, you guys yeah. are kind of like the ringleaders, um, at least from an outsider's perspective. It seems like you guys are kind of bringing everybody together. Um, you guys, I mean, the outstanding citizens crew. You guys have been you know at it since Santa Fe High years yeah i mean in in different forms it used to be the outstanding citizens now it's called the outstanding citizens collective which kind of made it instead of it's of like a rap group it's like a inclusive it's it's a large much larger right organization right it's just like an ever-changing living thing exactly yeah Yeah. it's it's what it needs to be when it needs to be dude that's awesome i think that's that's gonna kind of like propel everybody forward you know it's when it's not about just like one person or whatever um, well, instead of like, uh, I mean, healthy competition is great, but instead of like all these like potential beefs and, um, right, right. I don't know, it's just more camaraderie. Like you can't hate on your, on that other dude if you're in the same crew, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, and we're all, it's too small of a place here. We yeah. don't have space for all these totally rifts. So we're just trying to kind right, of like, right. let's turn this into one thing that we all work together yeah. on instead yeah. of all these little factions that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we all have a match. Let's fucking let's build a fire instead right. of like holding our match. You know, nice, dude, so. nice. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped to see um, where that goes. Pumped to see your guys' set tomorrow. Um, yeah. And so this last song is called "Fade Away." Um, it features a couple of Denver artists. AP, who's an absolute monster. Um, look out for him very soon and uh, Reef Kalel who's playing tomorrow at Meow Wolf as well um, so we'll go out on that and we'll see you all there fucking dogs Wake up, losing the sleep from my grips I roll around fighting, dreaming of my feeble attempts Like, hard to admit that I still need an assist To qualified and rhyming to be serving people for tips Yo, what if I am the best? Whoa, could I handle this? Think I'd be eating Campbell's if I didn't have a plan for this? Wanna leave my prints in the sand See if the sandal fits a prince up in this castle of sand Built in Los Angeles uh, Till then I have to get by Light up this hand up, it's fly To different planets, not really feeling this planet of mine Wondering how do we get this shallow in that little time Well, we could see it reply, so just imagine one time And fade away, fade away, fade away Take your time, free your mind, stay away These they don't always speak the language Oh, don't fuck with this generation Yeah, fade away, fade away, fade away Take your time, free your mind, stay away Yeah, yeah These they don't always speak the language Oh, yeah, yeah. don't fuck with this generation Yeah, hey. I've been getting used to staying separated 
Away from those ignorant and uneducated The negative people who try to steal your joy So I just meditate, medicate and get elevated Like one step breaks all fears, we all here Hoping it ain't hard as it all appears Like will I be a legend or someone that they calling weird If you was on my side, I tried to hide if you saw it's here Crying for our saving, praying that one day someone call us their favorite I've been grinding way too hard, I gotta make it But now I'm trying to take it every day until we selling out the staples Here's the California mornings with the greatest Light up and fade away Fade away, fade away, fade away Take your time, free your mind, stay away These they don't wait, speak the language Oh, don't fuck with this generation Okay, okay Fade away, fade away, fade away Take your time, free your mind, stay away These they don't wait, speak the language Oh, don't fuck with this generation this that part where you start to feel all inspired Something that's in it vibe, they put a fire in your eyes Start drifting, free your mind, we slip into better times Swear my life is a movie, we just never hit rewind No DVR, please DNVR, kiss up in VR Sick like A, I have you on the IV in the ER, son You don't get it, that'll sink it right when we all done I don't see no competition, homie, we all what? Swollen knuckles, I've been swinging for the fence Feeling like we the new events, why they try to pretend and be all tough Taking shots up at the kings for the PR buzz Fade away, fade away, fade away Take your time, free your mind, stay away These they don't wait, speak the language Oh, don't fuck with this generation Yeah, fade away, fade away, fade away Take your time, free your mind, stay away These they don't wait, speak the language Oh, don't fuck with this generation Yeah